Will the insurance industry survive cybersecurity? That's our question on today's MSP Zone. You're entering the MSP Zone, a podcast for the managed services community, covering news, analysis, and interviews from around the globe. Elevate your MSP game by staying in the MSP Zone. And now, your host, Charles Weaver. A warning. This is going to be a bumpy ride. I like stirring the pot from time to time, especially when there's a pot that desperately needs to be stirred. And you could argue that there isn't a better pot that hasn't been stirred than the cyber security insurance industry, or at least the insurance industry as it pertains to cybersecurity. And that's what we're going to talk about today, because this is a problem that faces everybody. It's a problem that impacts MSPs and customers alike. But the, the aforementioned stirring that we're going to do here is long overdue because in my opinion, just my opinion alone, there has been a perception that I think has been largely um, fueled, perhaps, or at least benefited uh, to the benefit of these of the insurance industry, that that is in desperate need of being fixed or or remedied. And I'll explain what I'm talking about in, in due course. But what prompted me is this: there's two things that prompted me. One, got an article from uh, the Insurance Journal titled ransomware has been a game changer for cyber insurance. So that's a that's an understatement of the year. Um, but I'll be reading some quotes from that article. But that wasn't the the the, the really interesting thing. The really interesting thing was um, recently we were just out at a uh, at an MSP location for um, as part of their MSP verify. Um, this company's been around for ages, been through the MSP Verify process for, I don't know, close to 15 years, well over a decade. And as typically happens, right, anytime you, you start talking to MSPs, you know, you, you, you get into conversations that, that um, you don't know where they're going to lead. And, and this one did exactly that, which was it, it involved cyber insurance and it it was kind of an eye opener because for for reasons that I'll get into shortly but it, it it kind of challenged my perception of how cyber insurance cyber liability insurance globally is being broadcast how certain people maybe including myself view MSPs and their relationship to cyber um, and, and it, what I'm about to, to, to describe, and I'll be very cautious not to mention the, the MSP's name or get anyone into trouble or even talk about specific, uh, cyber, uh, insurance carriers because, um, I don't want to do that, but I, and I, but I think that talking in, in the abstract is very important because if it's happening to this MSP, I'm almost guaranteeing you it's happening elsewhere. And I'm hoping that this podcast episode generates 
some of those, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm seeing that as well. And, and we'll, we'll, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about momentarily. So first of all, and this will be in the show notes, the article uh, in the Insurance Journal News um, titled Ransomware Has Been a Game Changer for Cyber Insurance. Um, it came out maybe a few weeks ago. And it's worth a read. It's, it's a good one. And it's a, it's a general uh, synopsis of the state of cyber insurance today. And the, the summary of the article is that the cyber insurance carrier industry, and when I say the industry of cyber insurance, I mean the, the underwriters, the, the actual companies that issue and write the policies for cyber insurance. Now, for, for those of you in the MSP space, you know that uh, for many years, the you know, cyber insurance has been a very critical, um, dare we say it today, is a best practice amongst MSPs, right? We want MSPs to have cyber insurance because that's a best practice for being in the MSP business. In fact, it's, it's a requirement of the MSP Verify, right? We want you to have a good all-around business insurance, but we also want you to have cyber protection uh, because it's, it's a good business practice as an MSP. Well, it's also a good business practice if you're not an MSP. It's a, it's a good pra- practice if you are a general business person or you are an organization conducting some sort of commerce out there for you to have cyber protection through an insurance policy. So it's not like it's just only applicable just to an MSP. That's probably where it first started to really gain um, momentum, but it's, it's applicable to everybody. And the article goes on and talks about the variety of higher profile ransomware attacks that we've been seeing over the last two to three years. And, you know, yes, it does mention the, the solar winds attack. It mentions the Kaseya attack. It mentions the Colonial Pipeline attack. It mentions the JBS meat uh, packing um, attack. So it's not focused on MSPs by any means, this article. Um, but it is talking about how widespread these ransomware um, events have become in recent years. Uh, again, nothing unusual. But if you talk to enough cyber insurance professionals, as I do, and if you read enough on the managed services profession, which I do, you will come pretty quickly to the conclusion that there is a perception by the insurance industry that the MSPs somehow are this this pinnacle, this this. Uh, the, the, the golden ring for, for hackers out there. And, and that because of that, assuming that it's true, which I don't know that it necessarily is, but let's assume that they believe it, then, then the MSPs present a difficult equation as it pertains to coming up with assessing, if you will, the risk of the MSP and the correlating premium that the MSP ought to pay for their cyber insurance policy. And I don't think there's any question that that if you are a practicing MSP, you know how 
kind of difficult it is to to deal with these insurance companies because they they have a surprising lack of consistency in the things that they're looking for, but they have a surprising consistency of the general suspicion and perceived risk of issuing a cyber policy for an MSP, again, in recent years, let's say 2019 and, and beyond. So that's the perception. Maybe you agree with it, maybe you don't, but I, I think that there's a, a, a large hint of truth to that being the perception out there, at least amongst this, the, the cyber insurance professionals. I'm talking the, the underwriters, yes, but, but also the, the, um, the garden variety um, agents who are out there selling these policies, these products, and are dealing with the, the MSPs um, directly in, in the underwriting process. So keep that in mind, right? The perception is generally ransomware is out there. It's increasing. Yes, all true. But that somehow MSPs present a unique element of risk that the other organizations don't. And therefore, the MSPs are to be treated somewhat differently. Perception, real or not, but I think a perception held by at least some in the insurance industry. Now let's shift to the, the revelation from this week. So in my conversations with this, this MSP, what do they say? They, they, they say, you know, and it was maybe, maybe more of a question, which is, you know, hey, are you seeing other MSPs uh, doing this? But it came out essentially that a bunch of their customers were getting strong-armed, I don't know, maybe that's too hard of a word, but they were getting a, they were having difficulty with their insurance agents, carriers, whatever, when it comes to their, when it comes to their cyber protection being renewed or acquired for the first time. I don't know if these were renewals or first-time applications, probably wouldn't matter, but the point is, is that these companies were either renewing or getting for the first time cyber protection insurance, and they're having a real difficult time with the insurance professional they're dealing with because they're asking them a bunch of questions. And I actually got some evidence of a, of a questionnaire related to um, one element and one element only on, on a two-page document, which was basically a multi-factor authentication um, checkbox, right? Do you, as an organization, use multi-factor authentication? Are you? Sh- and then it was like asking follow-up questions about, you know, are you sure? You know, is is this something that the IT director in your organization can 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 confirm? But that's all it dealt with is is MFA. And. The, the customer in this situation went to their MSP and said, um, could you help us fill this out? We're not exactly sure what they're asking for, but since you guys help us with this, could you, could you, uh, could you get involved? And it, and it wasn't just one customer. It was a lot of customers. I don't know if it's the, you know, it's not the majority of all their customers. I don't, I don't know that one way or the other, but I got the distinct impression that this was like 
definitely not just one or two random uh, occurrences. This is like it's happening on a regular and increasing basis. Coming to the MSP saying, I have questions. My insurance carrier has questions about our cybersecurity. Could you help us address these? What's unique about that? There's a ton unique about that and interesting about that and a ton that we should be uh, talking about. Number one, this is not unique to MSPs, meaning the cyber insurance risk that, that insurance carriers face is not unique to MSPs. It is global and it is irrelevant of what you do as a business. They don't know what the hell is going on. And I am convinced of that. Hearing this MSP confirm that they have multiple customers who have multiple different insurance carriers coming to them saying, answer this question, do you use MFA? Answer this question, do you do, you know, and a separate company saying something different, right? Not MFA, but something else. Maybe it's encryption or maybe it's, um, you know, internal data backup. There's a surprising lack of consistency and there's a surprising consistency in the disparity of questions and standards being applied by these insurance professionals, so-called, I call them professionals. They're insurance people posing as cybersecurity people. And that they are definitively not. And they had to stop that immediately because they're doing Nobody any good. Handing out some of these, these documents that, you know, ask one off, you know, one, one control. Do you do this? And it's not even a, a well-framed, right? It's not even a policy. It's a control. It's, do you do this? Not, are you doing this on a continuous basis? Not, is it a managed service? Which is, by the way, I'm going to get to that in a moment. It, th this is just a one-off type of a thing, as if it's a binary question. You, you do it or you don't do it. You have it or you don't have it. You had it at one point, whether you still have it. You know, it, they're not asking that question. That's not the way it's phrased in any way. So it's a very imprecise method of asking a question that is very important. I get why they're, they're asking it. And by the way, my suspicion is, they read this somewhere else or somebody gave it to them and said, hey, we need to be asking about multi-factor authentication for all of our cyber policies. Are we, are we asking this question? No. Well, then someone says, all right, well, let's write up a quick you know, questionnaire that asks the question, do you use MFA? And send it out to everybody. And now suddenly that's, the, that's part of the, the questionnaire process for obtaining cyber coverage. So it's the lack of consistency that's, that's number one, grates on me, which demonstrates that these cyber carriers do not understand their risk exposure 
when, when it comes to, to cyber security. Not at all. I think they understand that it's significant. It's significant because they don't know the questions to ask. It's significant not because it's any more risky than them being in the automobile industry. And think about that. How many accidents, car accidents, happen on this planet? It's got to be in the thousands, if not tens of thousands every week. I mean, I, I don't know, but it's got to be a lot. I mean, meaning it's not an infrequent thing. There's a lot of automobile vehicular accidents that occur that are covered under traditional, globally accessible automotive insurance products. Why isn't that an issue? It's not an issue because the insurance industry as, as a group understands their exposure to that. They understand how many drivers there are. They understand how many dr drivers are getting into accidents. They understand what the average cost of an accident is. They understand and can profile based on a number of factors, um, you know, age, um, sex, um, married, not married, type of car, um, where they're where they're living, um, you know, are they a homeowner? Are they not a homeowner? I mean, there, there's a lot of qualifying questions that will give an insurance underwriter a a fairly accurate prediction of risk related to selling that person an insurance product for auto. They don't. They, the insurance industry, do not have anywhere close to that understanding when it comes to cyber. And guess what? Those questions absolutely exist. I mean, I'll give you one great example. The MSP Alliance has been asking those same questions of MSPs for 15 years now. Don't tell me they don't exist. They do exist. They absolutely exist. We know how to test whether or not you have MFA working. And here's a hint. We know how to, we know how to sample for it. We know how to test it. And we know how to report on it. Meaning we know how to go not just to the, do you use MFA? We, we can go to, are you using it internally? Are you using it for your customers? What are you using? How are you developing it? What are the ancillary security solutions around MFA that also impact and improve cybersecurity? We know all that stuff. It's very well known in the industry. Maybe that's why the customers are coming to the MSPs, because they know they've got the answers to those questions. Oh, my God, that's a thought. That's a thought. Now, what the hell does that say to you? If a customer can't get answers being asked by the insurance professional selling them 
a cybersecurity policy. They don't get the answers from them, but they are going to the MSP and they are getting answers from the MSP. Something's not right. That is a market inefficiency if I've ever seen one. Now, if you're listening to this and you're saying, well, you've, you've brought up kind of two, two main issues, right? One, that insurance, cyber insurance is a problem because it's inaccessible due to the, you know, they're not stupid, but they're just ignorant. They're, they're, they have a lack of education when it comes to uh, these concepts that are very germane to, to their business of insuring cyber, um, cybersecurity. It impacts all industries, not just MSPs, but all their customers across industry, across the world. But instead of looking at the MSPs as somehow being uniquely situated to be a higher risk, why don't you in the cybersecurity industry start looking at them as the very, as arguably the best people out there today capable of implementing the very questions you are asking of these customers before you give them cybersecurity insurance coverage. Oh. Do you get where I'm going here, people? It's not just a question that is answered yes or no. It is the practice of an organization either developing and managing MFA or outsourcing it to an MSP who does it for them and all the other things that they do for them. But it's, it's the ongoing management of that MFA and all the related associated IT management, cybersecurity, data privacy, data security, policies, procedures, and controls that an average organization today on planet Earth ought to be doing. The MSPs are in the best position to develop and force to some degree. The customer has to enforce it ultimately, but the, the MSPs can help certainly drive adoption and the MSPs can certainly drive management of that control on behalf of the customer, helping them answer those very questions that the cybersecurity people think they ought to be asking in order to underwrite that policy. Meaning that it's not just a simple one-off consultative relationship we're talking about here. This is, this is bigger than that. This is not just consulting for a company and saying, all right, you need to have MFA. Here's my check. Or here's, my, here's my invoice. Pay me. No, it's, um, you know, whoever the, the, you know, Mr. Customer, number one, you need cybersecurity coverage. 
Um, they're going to ask you a handful of things, but these are the fundamentals. You need multi-factor authentication. You need encryption. You need internal backup of your data. Are you doing any of this today? No? Well, if you don't get it from us, you got to do it yourself. You got to get it from somebody. Otherwise, you're just not being a good steward of data. This is at its root a problem that is best suited and best resolved through managed services. You either do it internally as a managed service or you externally do it through an MSP. That's how this issue gets solved. And that, by the way, is how you in the cyber insurance profession start to rapidly rapidly understand where your risk profile is and, you know, in my opinion, where your upside is. If you're sick of slinging automotive policies out there and you're wondering where's, where's, the, where's the next 100 years going to be, you know, for, for me in the insurance industry, I'd tell you it's in cybersecurity. But you got to figure out how to you know, identify where your risk exposure is, yes. But what's the upside? The upside is everybody on the planet needs this. At least every business or every organizational entity needs it. I can't think of a better business opportunity uh, if, if, you, if you made me. I mean, that's an extraordinary opportunity. But you can't be asking these silly questions. I mean, they're really absurd. And, and it really, it, 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 it doesn't make you look good to those in the cybersecurity profession who know what they're talking about and understand that this is just a piecemeal. You're asking a question and you don't even know why you're asking it. So here's the challenge. I'm going to leave this with you guys out there. Number one. I don't generally give homework on MSP Zone, but today I, I am. I want you to send an email. We'll be confidential in, in everything that we do, unless you want to come on and you want to be known and, and, and you know join the program. Send us an email to mspzone at mspalliance.com. Tell us, are you seeing the same thing? Are you seeing customers who are coming to you saying, I need help answering these questions related to cybersecurity coverage, insurance coverage? I want to know that. Just, just say yes. Yeah, you're seeing it. No, you're not seeing it. I mean, just one way or the other, I just want to get a, a, a sense of how widespread this, this might be. And then next, are you... Are these conversations leading to or in some way involving your managed services practice? Meaning, all of these controls, all these questions that the cyber insurance people are starting to ask, at their root involve, as I mentioned, managed, service, managed services. Is that what you're seeing as well? Is, is that actually happening? Because I would be very interested to hear that. So mspzone at mspalliance.com. Are you seeing this from your customers? 
And number two, is it involving managed services as a discussion, as a, as a foray into managed services, into what your company could do for these customers? Drop us a line. Let us know. I have my suspicions. I, I told you what my suspicions are. I think this is really widespread, but I, I need some confirmation from, from all of you out there. That would be a really big help. But man, this, if this is true, this is such a big opportunity in the MSP community. I mean, it's huge, beyond huge. Yeah, those are my thoughts. Until next time. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please give us a like. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast so you will get notified when future episodes are released. We will see you next time in the MSP Zone.